This is the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Podcast series. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital. The hour is 6 o'clock. Thank you so much for being logged on to Power 102 Digital. This program is called the Power Breakfast Show. Broadcast studio is at 88 to 90 Abercrombie Street in Port of Spain, Trinidad. Ugh. Of course, on the program this morning, we got the Richards twins. We got Paul Richards. You just heard with him from him. With our news brief, Richard Ragobara saying, hovering somewhere, somewhere. My name is Steve Khan. We'll keep you coming in till nine o'clock this morning. All right. We'll take your calls at two 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 talk. That's two 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 eight two five five or six one two talk. And for those across the pond, in North America that is, 866-525-1099. Of course, all calls come directly into our studio. All right. The road's a busy one this morning. It's busy, I tell you. Yeah, until everybody gets their footing in, it'll be all right. All right, so let's see. All right, we got some traffic this morning. Going to Santa Rosa, 
from Pinto Road or just before there towards Omera Road. Uh, Maloney towards uh, Piaco Lights, if people call it that, on the highway. And of course, from Trenton City towards Huey Eastern Main Road, your traffic starts just before Arima Old Road as you head through the Aruka area and Takarigua and Makoya area, right? Going to Mount Hope, you got some traffic there as well. But of course, on the Church of Roosevelt Highway, after you pass Huey, you know, volume again by uh, Arango and Skoro, and then getting in just after the beat up, you got some more volume there, all right? I got nothing coming out of Maraval, nothing out of Digo Martin, but let's head to the Southland. Let's see what's happening there. Yeah, approaching Marabella roundabout as you head northbound, you got some traffic. And from Marabella towards Claxton Bay as well, you got a little traffic there just after Coover heading towards Edinburgh. You've got it. Chigonis Main Road is already busy passing through um, Charlieville just before Monroe Road. You're going to get traffic as well. And that's heading straight up towards the Churchill Roosevelt Highway. All right. And quick traffic update for you. I hope it helps you out in one way or the other. All right. But let's see who sent us hellos first thing this morning as the little BDI is opened or just before they went to bed. First off the gate this morning, we've got Kenny. Let's all have a great day. Thank you so much, Kenny. Trump, Trump, and Arima. Good morning, you, Trevor. Um... There you go, Kenny. Gotcha. You got two at midnight. Lucky trouble. Just snuck into the second place. Scott City out of Valencia. Good morning. Oliver Man Warren. Good morning. CJ out in uh, New York. Good morning. Mo Gaines out in Ruka. Good morning to you. Hey, hey, what a thing. Ray out in West Palm Beach, Florida. Good morning to you, Ray Ray. Not Riri, that's somebody else. Ray Ray. Ms. Maloney, good morning. Carol Guevara, good morning. CCJK, good morning to you as well. Usually coming at midnight, but I guess you fell asleep and just woke up. I'm sure of that, all right? Thank you so much, CCJK and Ray and Maloney and Carol and all the others, all right? Of course, it's warm. It's 23 degrees. Well, not warm. It's cool. 23 degrees at Piaco International Airport, 23 as well at Crown Point in Tobago. Alright, so let's say good morning, good on to the guys this morning. We straight across to Paul Richards. Good morning to you, my friend. How you doing? I ain't got nobody else straight across to right now. Oh yeah, hold on. Let me let me wheel and come again and see if anything happens. Let's see. Morning to you, Wendell Stephen. And then let's take partaking of the delicacies wherever right. in the world he is. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we have to do where is Wendell. You need to give us some hints, you know. If he's across the pond. He's across the it's pond? Already, it's already after 10 in the morning. If he's in the U.S., well, he may be in our time zone. He might be sleeping. If he's on the East Coast. Or if he's on the West Coast, it's already halfway across. Yeah, it'd be 312. Yeah. He's so, in LA. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, morning Paul. Good morning, Trinidad and Tobago. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Murders, murders, and more murders. I was just going to tell you that the CTPS has been busy overnight. Murders and school fights. You know. And they worry about COVID, right? I, <laughs> no. I don't know where these kids. COVID is the least of the worries in schools. Yeah, I don't know what these kids have in them. 
that they have to be so angry or what they don't have in them when i was going to school i mean if i saw a school fight it was it was a big deal but now it's and they're standing up on cars and it's going east or west i i don't outside his school there was one in arima tranquility i think diggle martin and there's there one about more. six videos of school fights yeah since, i lost uh, track since they went back out to physical school on tuesday i've seen about six really vicious uh videos about with school fights and i don't know like like they couldn't wait to come out to fight for another I do. morning ragabasing hi morning guys hey Raghu, morning, what's happening and morning to our listeners wherever you are and you know i think i saw was that big did you send that video in the group with regards to the schools, or was it Ruben or somebody? Um, it wasn't me. Okay. But it's just been going viral, so you probably got it. I don't even know where you got it from. I, no, I didn't really watch it much, but I just forget it I didn't it watch it that. much. But I, I just forget it was the school fights. And the uh, girls are just as vicious as the boys. Uh, I think the girls are a little, a little more. A little more. I don't know. I keep saying this thing called a camera phone has turned the world upside its head. Everybody could now uh, get attention mm-hmm. for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And that, that school violence thing is like, I mean, you're now going to, it now Thursday. This is the third day of physical class after two years. And the first thing why you find to this fight. And I'm sure the parents probably saw the videos too, eh? Because it went, those videos went viral. Is it that they learn this stuff at home, or well, some of the parents saying, and, and why you get licks? Why you didn't beat beat, he, beat him or beat Shimo? Exactly. Exactly. Sense, some of the parents will actually have that response. They will, you know, or not. They might get more licks from for losing. Unbelievable. I think it's quite unfortunate. It's quite unfortunate. It's it's. So the minister, uh, the acting minister of education yesterday said government has uh, co- collated data, they've c- collected data, and they are preparing a national school infrastructure rubric for discussion with stakeholders before being sent to cabinet. <laughs> More discussion. A national school what? Infrastructure, infrastructure rubric. To deal with school violence and underperformance in schools, she said... Uh, the data they've collated so far has indicated high percentage of Form 1 students was well, targeting a high, high percentage of Form 1 students who scored under 30%, which is a quite high number. Remember, um, all your former education minister, all your friend from Arima, took pains to put me in a place and tell me that SCA is a, is a placement exam, it's not a performance exam. So he, had, he seemed to have no problem with 30% being the pass mark for SEA or the placement mark for SEA. How competitive is that? High levels of indiscipline, high absenteeism, and low levels of CSEC achievement. And we wonder why our jails are filled. Mm-hmm. And I say that with no level of, of glee, but when, when that sort of situation continues, it makes it so easy for the gangs to recruit them. Mm-hmm. So another talk shop wouldn't take about six months to pre- present a reward a report. Mm-hmm. When really and truly, this has been done countless times and never implemented properly. 
you don't need to do a, a, a talk shop and a consultation to know the, the causes of school violence and to, to offer recommendations at sustainable remediation. Yeah. You know the answers to that already. So this talk shop and committee to talk about anti it's, it's whatever. The I read yesterday and I was shocked that uh, one of these committees to investigate something hadn't even received the instruments yet. What? Which one was it, boy? It escapes me now. Some of those important committees to in, investigate something because some of the, the amount of investigation going on in this country and committees investigate and I lose track after a while. I, no, I, I honestly can't remember. There's so many of them I can't remember. You know, you're saying it there, and I'm like, which one is he talking about? Which so it have TN Tech. I think that before the cabinet. It have this one they're forming here now. It have one to investigate um, productivity. It have one. <laughs> it had one about the COVID that that it report is in. It, I mean, every month is a, is is an investigation, or is the the one to investigate the diving accident. Paria oh. diving accident have not even received their instruments yet, according to reporter in the newspaper yesterday. Have has not even received their instruments yet. That's the one I like. So many of them must lose track. Eh? You would. You would. Just like wherever, 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 wherever. You carry I, on. I, I, carry on. I don't know what to say. Oh, you're right. Actually, it's in one of the. It's, it is in one of the dailies today. No date yet for inquiry. Two diving tragedy commissions appointed in two days. And, uh, so I'm not so sure if they have now been appointed. And of course, Gonzalez, mom, on acting wasa CEO. That's a whole other background because did not go to Parliament another, yesterday. Well, he, was asked, he was asked a question yesterday in Parliament about, from of course Wade Mark, the erstwhile Wade Mark, mm-hmm. about the reason for the suspension of the Wasser CEO. Mm-hmm. The, the minister's response, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, was an investigation is ongoing, and the minister can't give a reason because the investigation is going, which I can understand. I just you can't you mightn't be able to go into details and confirm. That X, Y, and Z happened. But if you could go so far as to a board of commissioners suspending a CEO, or is he an acting CEO? That's another thing I can't, I can't keep up with. Who acting? I think, he was acting. An, I think he was acting. I think he was acting. An yeah. acting CEO and said, these are the circumstances that contributed to his suspension because a suspension is a very serious thing in any public service. Now, Sir Richard, it is. You basically and have to have really sound reasons for suspending a CEO pending an investigation. So you can give the reasons that precipitated the investigation, if not confirmed. And I, I think it's a lack of accountability to suspend a sitting CEO, acting CEO, and do give the, the country some sort of reason as to why. It had to be something really. We're investigating allegations of X. We're investigating. It's, it's a double-edged it's double sword eh, because part of the process in dealing with the, with the matter because I assume he may be on suspension or he may be on administrative leave with pay. I would want to assume it's with pay if you're following proper yeah, IR protection. Yeah. Because you're not 
deemed guilty of anything as yet, hence the investigation. But and something triggered the investigation, though. Yeah, but a lot of the times, agencies may not want to see the circumstances because they feel it may prejudice their case from an IR perspective if it has to go down the road of dismissal and if it has to go down the road of the person challenging it. Um, yeah, you don't have to be dismissed, the acting, the acting can come to an end. Yeah, it's, but it's still a stain on your reputation. Well, the suspension is not. For which you can, for which, you, well, administrative leave, if I'm assuming it's administrative leave. They said suspension. But technically yeah, it's administrative leave, yes. It is not necessarily that you're guilty of anything. People have been on but, administrative leave but before it have but it get to the point where the board felt strongly enough that the evidence or the information, I mean, not say evidence, the information coming before them was compelling enough to suspend you. Put you on administrative leave. But, yeah, but, but I guess they could, also, they could also move people not, so that yeah, they don't could, impede an investigation. Yeah, that's what it may do. It, it does not necessarily mean that it's necessarily compelling evidence of your guilt so i just compelling think that sometimes yeah the other work at a tin thread yeah so sometimes agencies will say look it's best that we not say anything because you don't want to infer as if because because in a the bigger context once it publish it on people already feel you're guilty of something mm -hmm. without being without the investigation mm -hmm. being completed yeah and Trinidad and Tobago's murder toll now stands at 161 with 20 murders over the weekend. Yeah. That is crazy. That is and this madness. Is, this is the weekend of Jesus' death and resurrection. So, I don't know. One in five is about... It's a peaceful, solemn weekend. 20. Yeah. That so, the, the acting commissioner of police, well, remember they say no, it had no spike in murders. Remember they say that, right? You know, I'm rolling my eyes, but the camera's not on. Uh, in an interview on Wednesday night, Acting Commissioner McDonald Jacobs says domestic and altercation-related murders are now on the rise and at the forefront. Remember the excuse, the, 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 the placating phrase was, it was gang-related? We're supposed to feel better? Well, now, um, domestic, uh, family... Um, uh, issues between close friends and relatives is now one of our major concerns, Jacob said, following the bloody Easter weekend. Over the weekend, three murders were identified as robberies and four as gang-related. So three and four and seven. So all the others were, were um, domestic-related stuff. But 20 people dying over the Easter yeah, that's weekend? Really, yeah. that, that is a crazy statistic. But yeah, Gary, you give it laughing, I told you. Is that one that being published yet? That is a crazy statistic. I, I don't even... I, that is five a day. Wow. If you, if you call it a four-day a four weekend, five a day. That we know about. Because they're finding body in a repo every week. Mm -hmm. Apparently, a repo, is, a repo is the new dumping ground for, for bodies. And, and you know, a question this morning... Because I think Dr. Rudal Munilal, our position MP, Dr. Rudal Munilal, called for CCTV cameras to be installed in the Arepo area. Which I'm surprised he had to call for that, given what we've heard in the last year or two. 
So that could be a question this morning. But then they might just change the dumping ground. That's all. Or the cameras mightn't work. Or they might just knock them out. But they will see who knocking it out and they come with a mask. Well, everybody's wearing a, a hoodie, a hat, and a mask. All they're seeing is little beady eyes. No, but, the, the, but I, I, I don't think it can hurt. <clears throat> Certainly, so, um, so it can't hurt. It will, at, at, at worst case, serve as a deterrent. Yeah. They found but another mean, body again. Like even, every two weeks, there's a body in a repo. Mm-hmm. Even though the criminal element, I think, may be oblivious to cameras or just don't care. I mean, for example, look look at the issue of those two older gentlemen who were 78 and 87 who died in Pichipu, mm-hmm. who were murdered. Mm-hmm. Because they were found tied up and and strangled. And they were strangled. And mm-hmm. Seventy-eight and eighty-seven. And I coincidentally I passed by the place yesterday um, because sometimes I'm in that area and I passed and I looked at it and I'm like, this is on the main road. And there CCTV cameras on the main road. Wouldn't you have identified somebody coming out of the house or, or from that area? During a particular period of time is where when you when the murder is most like would have most likely occurred. Aren't you tracking? Okay, there are three people that came out of the house. And Richard, you, Richard and Stevie do that area. That area is a heavy business area along the Eastern Union. That is so if not, busy. If not state-administered CCTV cameras, certainly businesses have their own private company CCTV mm-hmm. cameras. Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. No. Because that's a heavy business. That whole Pittsburgh area. From Sanwa straight down to, I guess, Shaflair. Mm-hmm. It's businesses all along the stretch, not so? Yes. We got into Barataria and Mova too, quite frankly, and up move and, and into Port of Spain. So the whole east-west corridor in that area, St. Joseph, St. Augustine, Tunapuna, all along the east-west corridors, heavy businesses, not the residential uh, properties are in the minority along that strip. strip. They, they're in between the businesses. So, so I'm sure people have CCTV cameras that they can, the police can ask for, for um, footage because the the autopsies will be able to tell you an approximate time of death, and you can ask for footage. But I guess I don't know. Maybe this is I watching too much TV. I don't. You know, I watch. You know, you watch police shows on television, and you're like. No, I get it. I get it. That television increases the dramatic. Um, conflicts and you know you're, you're really involved in the lives of the characters uh, as human beings and of course it's making it entertaining and interesting for a watching audience but surely some of the practices that they're actually doing or activating within a, an episode are reasonable things that you think why don't like the issue of air support the simple issue of air support that something has happened the police are on the way, the people, they have a description, the people have escaped an X car, Y car, Z car, whatever it is. And there is no backup of air support. Remember, remember, we, we, we condemned the air support because of allegations of misuse. <laughs> well, that we had, we had air support, you know, but they had allegations that, of misuse. No, well, that can't be a reason to stop it. Exactly. In terms of an issue of, of high crime. National security. In a country of 1.4 million people. And an issue of national security. Why does why does the TTPS not have their support? It's too expensive. 
after all the money we poured into national because, security. Because, Richard, well, when they'll see we didn't to let in, when Wendell, when Wendell, yes, smoking something out, I saw no indication you, you were waiting to be let in. Just letting you know. No indication. Anyway, make me lose my trend of thought. Yes, what, what did you say just to Richard? My trigger it again. No, the issue of air support. Because in one of the series I'm watching, you, you know, they, from the time they're approaching an, a, a conflict situation, they, they, there's an issue of the, the police officers making certain calls on their radios. Either it's for backup, either it's for ambulance because they realize that somebody's hurt. Um, and, and, and sometimes once they recognize that somebody has the possibility of escape or somebody has just escaped, they call for air support. And I'm like, now this is of course LA and a, and a richer country in terms, of, in terms of resources and of course managing millions more people. But it seems so logical that if you're in a high crime environment where crime is one of the top issues that Trinidadians and Tobagonians are concerned about, why is the logical issue of air support in terms of, of police chases or in terms of um, a, a crime has just happened and you're now on the scene and, and air support is giving you, yes, we're seeing the blue Toyota and it's not because Trinidad and Tobago has a finite amount of roads that they're going to go on. We don't have 300 different types of highways. So there is there is more of a trajectory to follow where a vehicle can probably go. I just find that I just find that amazing. Steve said just now. That's something, that's that something as basic as that. Steve said just now we probably can't afford it, the, the cost of it. But remember that they have to put money into um giving justice of time, justice on time that contract to move inmates from 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 building B to building C in 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 the prisoner so they have to keep that contract going because it's important to be able to move to have a private company moving inmates from building A to building C while the prisoner's vehicle is parked in there that's 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 more of a priority he said dripping with sarcasm I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, second I, Richard. I really don't know. I, it just seems so logical to me, so I don't know what I'm missing. And I know we've brought it up before, and we have spoken to, I know, like, we would have brought it up in our last conversation with Gary Griffith, um, even though, of course, he's no longer a player in terms of the national security field on that level. But there is always some, I don't know, excuse. There's always an excuse. Is it, a, is it a resource excuse issue? I, I... So, so let's go over this Trinidad and Tobago 2021 Human Rights Report. Right? Section 1. Respect for the integrity of the person. Uh, A. Arbitrary deprivation of life and other unlawful or politically motivated killings. Quote, there were credible reports that police committed arbitrary or unlawful killings. 
on January 31st, members of the Police Special Operations Response Team sought a specialized subunit of the Trinidad Tobago Police Service comprising police and members of the TT Defense Force arrested four suspects in connection with the kidnapping and the killing of Andrea Barrett. One suspect, Andrew Morris, was allegedly beaten by SORT team in front of family members before being taken to SORT headquarters and later to a SORT training facility in Wallerfield for interrogation. Morris died on February 1st at the Irimo Hospital. Police did not report the death until February 3rd. Police stated Morris suffered from comorbidities, sustained injuries while resisting arrest, and died of injuries resulting from falling from a chair in the hospital. Two autopsies both reported Morris suffered bleeding from internal organs, had multiple skull fractures, and died from blunt force trauma. Police reported a second suspect, Joel Balcon, was also arrested from hours within Morris by sort and taken to the same facility for interrogation. Police arrest Balcon sustained injuries while attempting to escape police custody. He was paralyzed, lapsed into a coma, and died eight days later at hospital. An autopsy stated, report stated, Balcon suffered multiple skull fractures and died due to multiple blunt force trauma to the body. On February, in February, the PCA, the Professional Standards Bureau, launched investigations into the deaths of Balcon and Morris. In October, the PCA completed its investigation and concluded that Balcon and Morris were suspected to, subjected sorry, to torture and acts of violence that led to their deaths. The case was referred to the Director of Public Prosecution, Roger Gaspard, Senior Counsel, who at the end of the year was reviewing PCA findings and had not determined whether to file charges. Disappe disappearance. There were no reports of disappearance on behalf of government authorities. C. Torture and other cru cruel, inhuman, or degrading treatment or punishment. Shall we go into the first one of discussion first, or should I go on? No, you can go into the first one. That issue of, but that issue of um, Morris and Balcon. Balcon is it? Balcon or Balcon? Balcon. Balcon. Yeah, that we just calmly accept as a country. This was. That was. Uh, but it was a point of discussion. I think people did discuss it. But you know, and in other jurisdictions, there was be, a certain portion of society. They had more demonstration of body ketchup and mustard in KFC. Probably, because you see, there is a, there is almost a thinking that um, the police hold the them. Yeah, and for a, for a lot of people, they were judged guilty without any reference to and because process. it was in relation to andrea barrett a very sensitive exactly. case so whoever so, they hold deserve to dead one time right right that's the raw animalistic approach that that an emotional response that some people would have don't care about them killings. they should not kill she whether or not they went through a court of law they should not kill she and, and whoever killed them good for them that's our and general response as, as a population and there were doubts about the the, whether they had the correct person in terms of the Morris guy, mm -hmm. um, that there were certainly issues raised about that because there were several articles in the newspaper concerning, you know, that he was actually together with another guy, the owner of the rental of the vehicles, and that was one of the rental vehicles where the crime was where the crime was used to perpetrate the crime. So. And that's how his name cropped up. At least that's what some articles suggested, th that he may actually have had nothing to do with the actual murder of Andrea Barrett. 
Now, of course, we don't know and we may never know. Well, how are we going to know now? Yeah. Part C. Torture and other cruel, inhuman, I guess it should be inhumane, or degrading treatment or punishment. Quote, Although the law prohibits such practices, there were reports that police officers and prison guards sometimes used excessive force. On April 20th, SWAT Commander Mark Hernandez was charged with misconduct in, pol in public office for his role in the beating of a third suspect in the Andrew Barth killing, C-Section 1A. In August, seven prisoners at the Wayne Jackson Building, a maximum security prison, also known as Building 13, filed a lawsuit against the government claiming they had been dragged from their cells and beaten by mass police, soldiers and prison officers. The prison commissioner stated the incident was precipitated by rebellious prisoners who refused to comply during a search who had been waging a series of pr provocations with guards to attempt to dis dissuade crackdowns and contraband. Injured prisoners were treated at the, at the prison's infirmary and one was transferred to hospital for treatment. In a separate incident in November, prisoners at Building 13 alleged that prison officers beat, threatened and abused prisoners in response to the two killings within three days of an off-duty prison officer who worked at Building 13. Although the deaths took place outside the prison, prison officials alleged that inmates coordinated the killings through external gang contacts and threatened to kill 13 more prison officers before Christmas. Despite government steps to punish security force members and other officials charged with unlawful killings and other abuses, open-ended investigations, the general slow pace of the criminal justice proceeding created a climate of impunity. Agreed. Now, that's an, now that's an important statement that you're making there. The issue of investigations and accountability lies at the, lies at the base of so many things in this country, in this country with regard to criminal investigations. And, and the success before the court system. You see, that issue of accountability and catching people and holding them accountable, I, I know in the, in, the, in, the, in the paragraph that you would have just read, Paul, it is in reference to security officers, part of the national security infrastructure. But the same thing holds even for people and ordinary citizens who are battling against the crime, the criminal element. Hence the high and crime rate. There's a, there's a, you're right, there's an environment of impunity. Yeah, that, that, that environment of impunity holds across the board, not just for security officers. So the, cr the criminal element in Trinidad and Tobago generally feel that they will get away with whatever they do. Doesn't the evidence support that theory? Of course it does, in terms of the... The detection... Uh, and solvency the rates? Detection and solvency. Solving, well, the detection rates are, are abysmally low, even though they're boasting that they're going up, but they're still below 50%. Anything above zero is going up, you know. Anything okay, above one and two is going up, you know. And 14% and 3% and 7% is going up, you know. Well, going up from where they were before. But exactly. So they could stay going up, and it really means nothing in the larger scheme of things of effectiveness. Right. Physical conditions. Well, let me, let me, um, prison and detention center conditions. Conditions in some of the prison systems, nine facilities, continue to be harsh due to overcrowding. 
physical conditions. Gross overcrowding was a problem. All prisons had inadequate lighting, poor ventilation, and inadequate sanitation. Conditions at the Seoul women's prisons were better than those in other prisons. I can attest to that myself because it's a relatively new facility. In May, a small rad broke out in the women's prison following news that a prison officer had tested positive for COVID-19. The female prisoners feared contracting COVID-19 and protested for the Ministry of Health and the prison service to intervene. On May 11th, three prisoners were awarded compensation following an incident in 2018 when they were severely beaten by prison guards in the Port of Spain prison. Each was awarded $85,000 85,000 Trinidadian dollars or 12,200, I guess the US, in compensation and 45,000 Trinidadian dollars, 6,600 in exemplary damages after the government accepted liability for assault and battery. Now, why do you know? I know they're working for the government, eh? but imagine these people, the, the prison officers basically break the law and the state had to pay. Administration. Authorities investigated and prosecuted credible allegations of mistreatment. Independent monitoring. The government did not permit outside observers to monitor the immigration detention center. The government permitted monitoring of prisons and other detention centers by UN officials and independent human rights organizations. Now, why the government of Trinidad Tobago will not allow independent observers outside, from outside to monitor um, the IDC? You could ask, you could answer that question, Richard. Why? I have no clue. The only reason that you would want to suppose is that you know that the the, the standard of the the standard of care of those inmates is so substandard that you don't want it to be seen by the world rest of the world. In addition to possibly the fact that many of the detainees may have been there so long without due process or any uh, access to some sort of representation. That if international observers went in, they would tell them their plight. That too, because I know there have been problems um, with lawyers getting access to detainees at the IDC. There have been problems at times. Let me say at times, because I would want to say it's a problem that occurs all the time. But I know certainly I've been privy to at points where lawyers have been refused access, which is crazy. And and the chief immigration officer had to be written to considering this. Now, the report is quite fair, because there's a section I'm going to record improvements. Repair projects improved physical conditions at some detention facilities. In February, the Ministry of National Security reported it made infrastructure upgrades to several prison facilities, including the upgrade of the alarm system at the Golden Grove Prison. Without well, stepping in from escaping, the installation of a closed circuit television system at Maximum Security Prison, and improvements to the plumbing and electrical system at Remandia. Yeah, that has been reported, yes. Part D Arbitrary arrest or detention. And we stop at this point to go papers after. The law prohibits arbitrary arrest and detention and provides for the right of any person to challenge the lawfulness of his or her arrest or detention in court. The government generally observed these requirements and the courts addressed one reported case. On May 5th, a man was awarded $980,000 dollars 
in compensation because he was forced to serve his entire sentence for drug trafficking and was prevented by prison officers while incarcerated from filing a legal challenge to his conviction. He eventually appealed and successfully overturned the conviction. It was not until after serving his full term, however. The judge denounced the misconduct of prison officials and cited it as the, as the reason for the awarding of damages for breaches of constitutional rights, dep deprivation or deprivation, some would read, as of liberty and vindictory damages. Now, and the state pay for that again, eh? The state is paying for these things, eh? So when you can't get water, when you wrote it out whole, Know that the state paying for these things are your tax dollars. Because for the abuse by some prison officer and or police. Yeah, because they're deemed to be agents of the state. Yeah. And 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 nothing come out of them salary, yeah? I, do, I wonder if they even suspended or fired. After you caused the state almost a million dollars in damages. Probably too not. Early. Too early. Too early. Too early. Probably when, when next we uh, we talk to the prison commissioner, after asking what if these officers are still on duty and have been penalized by the suspension and the termination, because if the court could rule that you cost the state a, a million dollars because of your errant ways and actions, and you still walking there's something wrong. Do you have newspapers, sir? You yes, see, that's why they could do it and get away with it. They have no repercussions whatsoever. Well, impunity. Go ahead, go ahead, Raghubasing. All right, so the, I could start with the Daily Express. So the Daily Express, of course, this Thursday, people, the weekend begins tonight at the second after midnight. How oh, could I forget that? Um, of course, the, the Daily Express for today and the main headline is innocent until proven guilty and you may be wondering well what um, case is this about is this about the wasa ceo is this about you know some um buddy that was arrested and and this is the headline the headline innocent until proven guilty pm defends caribbean banking sector against discrimination and unfair treatment. So this obviously is out of the conference that, the bar, that our Prime Minister is currently attending in Barbados. And so apparently, apparently he is defending the Caribbean banking sector. Innocent until proven guilty. That's the headline. Um, down the stretch, the main picture is that, of course, Gautry's which would have taken boat racing, which would have taken place yesterday in Tobago, because of course the Tuesday um, after um, Easter Monday is always a big day in Tobago uh, for boat racing, etc. And so there is a picture representing that. And on the back page of the Daily Express, right timing, X players Pollard gave his best. Next man will need time to mold team. Wimbledon bars players from Russia and Belarus. And TNT women draw Canada, Panama, and Costa Rica. So that's it for the Daily Express this morning. Moving straight along to the Newsday. Front page of the Newsday. What headline did they go with? 
Munilal demands CCTV lights in heights of a repo, dumping ground for bodies. That's the headline that the news they went with. Forensics at capacity after week of mayhem. And I suppose that probably involves the 20 odd murders that would have taken place over the Easter weekend, um, according to what Paul would have discussed this morning. Then you have Queen's Mission and national athletes with the Queen's Battle in the local leg of the of the Queen's Battle Relay at Woodford Square in Port of Spain on Wednesday ahead of the 2022 Commonwealth Games in Birmingham. So there's that's the main picture that the news they went with. On the back page, TT Red Force coach ex-spinner caught off guard by West Indies skipper's announcement. Pollard's retirement, a surprise. An all-rounder alley leads central to under-17 title. That's it for Newsday, the Trinidad and Tobago Guardian for today. On the front page, murders worry top cop. 161 killings inside first four months of the year. Backlog of bodies at forensics after bloody weekend. And officers to start DNA training to help with solving cases. PM wants collaboration between Trinidad and Tobago and U.S. banks. That's the main headline, of course, in the Trans-Bago Guardian. And on the back page, one main headline, Pollard retires. Of course, that would be um, Kieran Pollard. Um, so, of, of course, if Wendell was here, I'm sure he would have had a lot of commentary on that. The issue of Pollard retiring and how he felt about it, being a cricket aficionado. But that's it for the three dailies this morning. This Thursday morning, in sunny port of spain how's the traffic rich i'm like you'd expect it this time yeah forget how much all right uh let me give you the results of our poll from yesterday yeah yesterday we asked you do you think that uh, the protest actions called by the opposition was unsuccessful that was the with regards to the fuel prices um Give results right after this. Do you need to get work done on your vehicle? Look no further than the Auto Champions. Champlay Auto Services. From vehicle inspection to shutdown service, they do it all. Champlay Auto Services. Great mechanics and technicians. Exceptional customer service with accessories galore. Champlay Auto Services is your one-stop shop. They are your auto champions. You name it, they can fix it. Champlay Auto Services. Eastern Main Road, opposite Carib. Call 662-6545. And like us on Facebook. Champlay Auto Services. We do it all. All right. Uh, thank you, Champlain Auto Services. Do you think that the protest action called by the opposition, which with regards to fuel prices, the increase that is, was unsuccessful? Well, you voted. The polls are now closed. 88% said yes. 88. All right. So we'll get into this morning's poll. I know Paul would have suggested a poll with regard to, was it the Arepo and the CCTV cameras? Uh, yeah, I just threw that out. I would just throw out school violence. What kind of poll you would want to ask about school violence? I mean, school violence is putting it in light of the the, the viral videos that went, went you know. Your only question that will come up there is, do you think the ministry will actually get a handle on school violence? Oh, I like that. Which we've kind of asked that before. We did. I mean, we have asked that before. I mean, of course, not recently. I think the CCTV cameras uh, installed in the area areas 
material at this time. All right, let's go with it. Do you agree that CCTV cameras should be installed in the Aripo area? Yes or no? That's our poll. Yeah, of course, Dr. Munilal, I think, is asking for it or suggesting yeah. it or recommending it. Mm -hmm. um, so what do you think? Do you think that CCTV cameras should be installed in the Aripo area, as suggested by Dr. Munilal? What's your opinion? Yes or no? Two to two talk, two to two, eight to five, five, six, one, two, eight to five, five. You're North writing American. or I am writing? Um, yeah, you write, Paul. Uh, yeah, you're better right. Yeah. North Steve American. Steve can't write, right? No, I can't write. North Americans, 866 <laughs> Of course, people on the web or the app, you know what to do. So do you uh, agree that um, CCTV cameras should be in, um, installed in their repo area, as suggested by Dr. Munilal? Um, that's our poll this morning. What do you think? Jeez. All right. Two to two talk, six one two talk. Grandy, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Before I answer my question, I have a question for the Honorable Senator. If he can say whether prison officers are manning the IDC or not, my answer is yes. I don't know. And that is, is retired your answer. People from all over the place, Senator Paul. Retired prison officers, immigration is not a, a, a entirely the prison responsible. I didn't say the responsible. I said the international observers won't let in. All right. Thank you, Grandy. Good morning. Hello. Hi, morning. Sammy San Fernando here. Morning, Sammy. Yeah. yeah, morning. The answer to my um, to the poll this morning will be yeah. All right, Sunny. Thank you so much. How is uh, sexy this morning? She's good. Good. She's we have her coffee right now. She's having her coffee. All right. What Hello, did good morning. What did the first say? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah. Grandy said yes. All right. Uh, Devil's Advocate. Good morning to you, Carol Guevara. How you going, Carol? Carol says yes. Long Islander says yes. Wayne out in Simcoe, Ontario, Canada, says yes. Yeah, he did. Um, let's see. And Toronto is quite not too bad. Six degrees. Trevin Arima says yes. Well, you ever join uh, the group on the Vexia? Join the group? Uh, what's that group? Well, you, you see, you, know, you, you ever, come out of it. Ask you to join a group, and you join a group, and you're vexed like they have no life. All two, three o'clock in the morning, they said anything. That's why I don't go in any groups. And it's a school group, so I'm trying to be gracious. Eh? Well, but, just, oh, just, just uh, mute it. That is muted. The mute is only like muted always, but I might as well delete it. No, uh, if I well, they go stay ungracious. No, I muted for a year. You could do that. I, I think I'll try that. Ooh. Yeah, muted for a year. And I, that is something I just want to understand. Why do you think that you have to send a message out at two o'clock in the morning? Have some respect. Anyway, let me continue with the boots. Devil advocate. Ah, oh boy, you're doing a Christine Lee. Hell yes. There you go. Why didn't they install that when they put in the lights? Could <laughs> you ask it? Miss Ingrid out in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, good morning again, Steve. I had already sent my good mornings. I think you missed it. it. My answer to the poll is yes, absolutely. All right. So Miss Ingrid out in Tucson, Arizona. Good morning to you. How is the thunder fire doing? That bushfire that's happening in Arizona. Now, I hope it's not affecting you at all. Uh, CJ from New York says yes. 
Troy says yes. DJ Ray out in Florida. I think Orlando. Yeah, long overdue. Uh, Ms. Maloney, good morning to you, Ms. Maloney. Yes, thank you, Ms. Maloney. All right, you can send a message via our app or our website at power12fm.com and give us a call at 222-8255-612-8255. And, of course, toll-free North Americans, this is for you. Toll-free, I said, 866-525-1099. All right, maybe we'll hear from Ray out in West Palm Beach, Florida, or somebody will call us there. Um, all right, so let's get those calls coming. Again, our morning poll. Do you agree you that C... Okay, Rich, go ahead. No, go ahead. You're Do you agree that CCTV cameras should be installed in the Aripo area? All right, that's that's our poll this morning. Um, I got one individual saying, build a secondary school in Aripo. They will get plenty footage. Oh, Lord, I tell you. Um, <laughs> build a school. Susie B is in the house. Good morning to you, Susie B. Yes, ASAP. Moneymaker. Haven't heard from you in a long, long time. Good morning to you, Moneymaker. And uh, Moneymaker says yes. Thank you so much, Moneymaker. You can make some and send it our way. Um, yeah. All right. Tell us to do that. That have a uh, inquiry, then a task force, then a cabinet report, and then a cabinet discussion, and then they have to do it. So it takes about three years. Mm, goodness, I don't know. I don't know. And then the amount of money that will be spent. Miss Ingrid says, no, Steve, I'm well, not affected by the, the fire. And make, and make that, if we invite the Queen and make that part of the tour, they'll organize it, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, two more minutes again to take your votes on our poll. Do you think that CCTV cameras should be installed in the Aripo area? Seems to yep, be a dumping ground for murders. Good morning, caller. Yes, to the pool. The children are now called animals, so they are in the park. They are now kids. They are no longer children. All right, thank you. Hmm. You know what I think about that? That all stems from home. I'm not function already and abuse me out for calling children kids, you know. Abuse me out. What is wrong with you? Oh, I, They're not I, kids. They're children. I, th I always find that argument so silly. And it silly. is. I was silly. gracious. I said, thank you for the feedback. You know me, I just say, really? Um, Devil's Advocate says there need to be a comprehensive search of a repo for all these people that are missing in this country. I'm sure if they do that, Devil's Advocate, they might get some. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. <laughs> My mic is on easy. I left that for you deliberately. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Avi. I left a picture on the desk there for me. We should have been recording. I don't know. Yes. Is Virgil still here? 
I need to ask you a joke question. Will the joke came this morning or not? Oh boy, the doorbell. I went outside. Somebody was outside. I went outside. I see Virgil with a set of food. None for me. Oh, it sounds like a Virgil session. You see, did Paul saw this? Paul saw this? Good morning. I just found it actually. Paul hasn't seen it. Paul, you Paul. Good morning. You will understand when you see when you see what I was reacting to. Let me see if they can see it. Can you all see that? Can you see that? Let me see if they can see. Six eighteen news admit one. Well, Steve can skinny and young. Yeah. <laughs> About three hundred years ago. <laughs> well, Daddy, we have to go to the news. We have to go to the news. Let me just give you a couple more votes. Yeah. Lorna, good morning, Lorna. Hope all is well with you guys. Lorna says yes, of course. Rampage says yes. <laughs> Currently using wireless solar cameras with SD cards. Maybe you can install one of these privately, maybe. Morgan's out in Aruka. Morning, Morgan's. I haven't seen you by the store, you know. You have to come to the pet butler. You said you were coming here each yet. Um, yes to the poll, gentlemen, and special good morning to Mrs. St. Hill. Bob, what Hi, a laugh. <laughs> you all have no idea what I have to deal with inside of here, you know. You all have no idea. If you all need you, that's a that's a little more than a laugh. Too. That's that song like I don't know what that is. I'm not like, saying that, that song like another baby. It sounded like nothing. An- let's go to the news. Baby. Tell him that again, Amy. Th- let's go to the news. Thank you, Amy. Let's get into it. Thank you for choosing Power One Two Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at six a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power One Two Digital.